Hello and welcome to the Codec Moments podcast. Here for another round of the usual gaming chat, but without the usual hosts. You've always got yourself, Matt. I'm around as normal. Hello. Uh, but today I've got two very special guests with me. Well, one very special guest and one Glaswegian. So uh, go on, introduce yourselves. All right. It's me. Um, you've still not changed the walks. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still floating about. Until you change the walks, I know a podcast that knows a good locksmith that'll get them if we fixed. Do, we've changed them several times. We just don't take any uh, crowbar because I'm hiding in the bins at night. I jump out and scare Andy. He's, he's, he's a precocious sort, so uh, a wee boo, yeah, and he'll yeah, run yeah. away. Anyway, I'm uh, Stuart Cullen, as you've no doubt established. <laughs> Hello, Stuart. <laughs> and the very special guest. Hello. I'm Conor McCarvey, um at VDJOMB, and I think this might be the first time I've actually appeared on a Codec Moment podcast as it's recorded live, rather than just recording a little segment uh, to slot in at a later stage. So this it is, it is, it is. It's, it's, it's good to actually have you here because it's been probably about five years that we've been mentioning you, or you've done the odd little bit and piece now mm. and again. But uh, but yeah, the first time I've actually been on for a full show, which is good. Yay! Very good, and. Yes, this show actually needs you because amongst our current set of peers, we believe you are the fighting game expert. Oh, that's maybe overselling my <laughs> skills. Uh, I own a fight stick and a big stack of fighting games. That's maybe about <laughs> as far as my expertise go. Oh, wait, I can pull off um, a dragon punch and a hudouken. And I can also oh, well. do do a few counters in Tekken, but that's probably about as far as my skills go. Well, that's better than the rest of us, I think, at the moment. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we, we chose you. Yay! I feel very honoured. So, as your listeners have probably guessed, this episode's all about fighting games. We thought with Mortal Kombat 11 coming up very soon, um, that it was actually time for us to just take a bit of a trip down memory lane in terms of the fighting games we've grown up with, what we've played, what we've seen in the evolution, and ultimately where we are today with them. And really, it's over to you guys. Tell me all about your fighting game history. Special guests go first. Ooh, okay. Uh, for me, it's probably International Karate Plus on the Commodore 64. I had a friend who had a Commodore 64, and I remember being just blown away by this weird little karate fighting game. After that, you're probably talking arcades, uh, stuff like Pit Fighter, which had, if anyone yeah. remembers that, video-captured oh, characters, yes. which then led on to like Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter was always doing the rounds in the arcades, but I was rubbish at it just couldn't ever kind of get to grips with it uh then mortal kombat came out and i was like yeah i really like this and then tekken came out with its unique a button for each hand and a button for each foot and i was just like this right. is amazing and it's 3d graphics and that kind of hooked me into video game fighting games um and i've kind of been a and an addict of, of Tekken since that time <laughs> but then gone back and and started to learn how to play some of the other ones so it was only a couple of years ago I properly learned how to do fireballs in uh, Street Fighter and learn a bit more of some of the combos in like Mortal Kombat and things like that and teach myself how to use a fighting stick which is something I'd I'd never been able to to do before as as Magna test when we used to play a hell of a lot of Tekken back in the day and we we are talking a lot of Tekken yeah yeah we we used to play with the pads and um a multi-tap so it was uh getting a group of friends around and and seeing who could beat on each other to 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 be the best fond memories oh yeah Stu go on then What's your experience? Um, I kind of, like all kids, I kind of did the Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, kind of the Mega Drive thing, but I really kind of came into fighting uh, Sega Saturn era, so like your Virtual Fighter, your Fighting Vipers, Ooh, yeah. your Fighters Mega Mix, because you get to fight as the, the Tona car, because that was phenomenal. Uh, stuff like Last Bronx, <laughs> um, these kind of arena-based Fighters were kind of like where I cut my teeth. I was at that kind of age where prior to that I was a wee bit young for for the kind of skills required to really date beyond bashing Blanca. But kind of getting into Saturn, I kind of started to kind of understand the concept of fighting. 
wielding a guitar and hitting people till the armor broke and fighting vipers was always a joy um <laughs> or a skateboard um and then it's since then it's been the kind of street fighter 4 marvel versus capcom stuff you know what i mean just the kind of the general progression you know what i mean mortal kombat x as you go up the kind of ranks you know Dead or Alive as well, big series. I used to play a bit of Dead or Alive Ooh, on, yeah. the, of course. on yeah. the Xbox, which had the unlockable Spartan character, which probably was the only reason I played it, but yeah, it was... Um, <laughs> Anything for Halo. You're not wearing your uh, passion on your sleeve. Nah, time, you, know you? I mean, you know what I mean? Just, just, just you know, just, just yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so kind of mixed bag, dabbled to a bit of competitive stuff when I thought it was good. But you know, I just did you did you learn very quickly you weren't as yeah, good as you thought? <laughs> yeah, there's a, a fine line, a few stories will no doubt shed some light on down the line, but um yeah, there's there's a, there are special breed fighting fans. Really, really special breed. Certainly, yeah. Um but yeah, so just an enjoyment of it, a kind of passive enjoyment, above novice, but not quite quite there. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm I'm probably fairly similar to to, to Connor in it actually, the um pit fighter. On the Spectrum, I think was my first ever fighting game, and I can't even remember if that game worked or not. <laughs> it was it was just, but like you say, it was the digitized characters um, that made it seem quite special. And it was, uh, yeah, it was probably not a very good game. But the one I I remember really kicking things off was Mortal Kombat on the Game Gear, and uh, I played that for many many hours, trying to pull off the fatalities and everything else. I'm sure it moved on to Mortal Kombat 2 after that. And then arcade-wise, I think it was Virtual Fighter was really the first one that I played. There. It was in my local pub when I was doing my A-levels, and uh, we used to have a fair few rounds on that. Um, drunk is never good to try and play those types of games, but, you know, you it stood in the corner, you give it a bash. And I, I like the complexity it brought into it, because I was used to sort of relatively straightforward button bashing, and it was never into Street Fighter, never played yeah. that. So I, I, <clears throat> that style of fighting game, which I know it's a two D brawler, but actually the control mechanism is completely different from anything else. And yeah. so I, I never really got into that. But I got into the the easier ones: the left kick, right kick, left punch, right punch, like you get with virtual fighter games and with Tekken. But then I suppose really it just it kicked off. Tekken three, yeah, that was it. I mean, I played play Tekken, played Tekken two, Battle Arena, Toshinden. I think got a bit of a look in, but Tekken three, when we used to play Tekken three and Soul Calibur were were definitely uh, oh, two of the mainstays, Soul. weren't they? Soul Blade, yeah, so yeah we had Soul Blade. Second yeah. second year at uni, we had a running Soul Blade tournament uh, between everybody in the house. It was yeah, it was um, it was those kind of games. It was really the PlayStation era. Yeah, right, that, that kicked it off when it became accessible on home console, like I said, with the multi tap or with the two controllers, however you did it. Um, and then it just progressed Tekken Tag, uh, Dead or Alive, the advances of the Soul Calibur games. Oh, we're gonna, I'm gonna mention it now, but Star Wars Masters of Terrace Cassie. I owned that. It's canon. It's because it's, it was a Star it's Wars canon, game. No, you can't. We can't deny that it is a thing. So made made never, it canon. It was never a particularly good fighting game, but it was good fun to play as Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, what um, about what about um, the Wu Tang Clan game? I think we played that at oh, some point, didn't wow. we? Four player Wu Tang Clan, which was yes. thrill kill that got banned in this country. I think you can get a dodgy copy of oh, it, got, it, but it, it never got, got an official release, and it became yeah. became Wu Tang Clan, which was actually really good. It was stupidly good. Another one of those kind of group brawler type things, but uh, yeah, I remember Wu Tang Clan being a lot of fun. I'd, God, I've forgotten all about that. It's just just yeah. popped back into my mind, just thinking about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, remember that. Yes. What was it? Taste the pain. Yes, that was it. Yeah, and didn't oh, and didn't they go on? It was the Def Jam games mm. after that, which was sort of a. I don't know if they were the same developer. It was EA. Was Def Jam? Never really, never really got into them. Yeah, I don't think I. But, I think we tried them. I think we might have got them as a rental or something, and and tried them out, and and couldn't really click with them. But the, I think the thing with fighting games is, and part of the reason we got so heavily into them a number of years ago, um, was exactly the fact that they were couch co-op. Yeah. 
when you had a fair few well, couch people competitive around, where you could just yeah you 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 sat there six seven eight of you in a room it's a couple of quick battles two three minutes pass the pad on winner stays yeah yeah in control and you just keep doing that for hours and hours on end and, and cycle it around as people come and go and winding people up as you deliberately beat them and know them know every move that they pull off yeah. and constantly counter them as they they pull off a certain move because you know it's coming you know it's coming each time and you can yeah. see them getting more and more angry <laughs> great way to lose friends <laughs> to the point of turning around and saying well i can play with one hand i only need the face buttons that's all i need and all you're doing is just throwing a counter throwing a punch throwing a counter <laughs> oh sweet memories Yes, yeah, and uh, but that's it. That was the, the glorious fun of it. It's the it's the camaraderie yeah. and the abuse in the same room as uh, as you're doing it. And um, I think that's that's where my love of them really started. Despite having played quite a few prior to that, yeah, yeah. I think as it's moved more to an online arena for the battling. I've not enjoyed it quite as much. I think a scout, uh, and that might be because I'm not fighting against friends. Yeah, the skill the levels become a thing now. You know what I mean? The I know difficulty in using modes is a thing, of, thing of choice right now. But I think it's uh, very much true in fighting games. Is there is a skill cap event for entry, and most fighters online. Well, I, I think there's also a, a last ability with them as well. Is that unless you've got a good group of people in a digital equivalent of having a house full of mates around to play, it's very, very difficult to get into groups and get into kind mm. of playing people, just hosting a like a tournament and getting people in, which is what I've done a lot with Tekken 7. You can get quite a few people in, but you do start to see some of the same people coming back. Some of the people that are just cheesy and just just there to annoy people mm. rather than actually oh. there to have fun and it becomes a bit annoying i know when ps3 came out and tekken dark resurrection was kind of reissued for for the playstation that was the first online fighting game i'd ever played and we used to have so much fun because you'd have a virtual room full of people playing and you'd just be commentating and taking the mickey of the people that were fighting whilst <laughs> you're sat watching and then it'd be the equivalent of pass the pardon it'd be winner stays and Mm. and loser loser gets taken out and that was that was quite a lot of fun but you did need to have a good group of people that you'd regularly play with to to kind of get that that going and it's it's definitely not the same it's definitely nowhere near the same level but you're right Stu there is definitely a a point where people are of a far better level and you also have issues with lag as well mm. depending on what time you're playing there might be known in your area that's available if it's no built to run well it'll no run well as well which again makes it unplayable it's, it's one of the weird ones all the games out there where lag can impact it for a shooter and stuff yeah. I feel fighting games, it's at the core of it because obviously so many technical fighters are frame by frame combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's key, you know, it's like your frame counting for, for your. Well, that's it. That when you, when you realize, when you start to, to look at like how the pros play and is that they actually know how many frames each move is and what kind of effect that has and what kind of move can be used to interrupt mm. what they're doing and things like that. You just go, whoa, this is way beyond my skill level. Yeah. And it it's something you're kind of doing with friends because you're used to the moves and you're kind of used to it, but you're not doing it to the point where you're counting the frames of what move can be can be put in in between to interrupt something and all stuff like that. It, there's a real high technical level of expertise that that some of these guys have that but, that play professional. The thing you find, but as well is that. Say I go online, say I, I jump into Dead or Alive 6, and I jump into Dead or Alive 6 and I'm just looking Friday night, a couple of beers, just want a wee breeze. I'll jump in and I'll select maybe five, six, seven, eight characters during my time, but nine times out of ten you will get in and you will hit guys that are just mainlining their mains and their, their secondaries. Yeah. And you can tell when somebody's playing with a main because there, there's no messing and it, it kind of take it's kind of I know <laughs> people go poo poo on shooting games but I think fighting games is an even more difficult thing to do with randos I think because you don't really know the person like you're saying like trying to find a group and stuff get into an online lobby and you, you, you get faced with two things you either get faced with somebody who's going to annihilate you throw you in a corner and not let you up spam moves yeah. 
to the cows yeah. come home. Yeah. Or what I've found in a particular game, leave, just leave because they, they're getting bet. And it's like, yeah, what, yeah. where's the fun in that? Like, the, the point was it was a beta I was playing and they were leaving. I must have so many people leave for, for a beta because they were getting bet. And it's like, nothing here counts. <laughs> it's just a bit of fun to test the system, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's a real, there's a real, I don't know, kind of, set a criteria that comes with a fighting game it's not just like you know how you're saying when it's your mates from the couch it's nice and easy you can play randos fighting stuff and all that and random picks and really just have a good fun and somebody will come out on top of thing. but when you go online you kind of need to be wearing your, your big boy pants and be ready for yeah. for what the world deals you that's that's absolutely true I think the first time I properly went online for a fighting game to, for any length of time I think it was actually Tekken 7. Yeah. I'd, um, I'd, I'd had a few rounds online with a few other games, but never never really that. And I was, I was after it, after the Platinum Trophy. So you've got to do yeah, a yeah. certain amount online. You've got to win a certain amount of matches and the tournaments and everything else. And it was a real 50-50 whether it was any fun mm. or not. I think there were a few tournaments which I really enjoyed yeah. because the way it put people together... It seemed very balanced. Well, they, uh, you weren't up against people who were ridiculously high levels and knew what you were doing. Or if you were up against someone who seemed quite high, you, you could handle them to a degree. And it, was, it wasn't a whitewash in any direction. But then sort of the one-on-one matches always seemed to be just mm. painful most of the time. You just, like you say, you are just getting spam moved by the same characters over and over it's, again. It's always, it's it mere evident as well in fighting games is there's always a ranking system. There's always a tier system that, that, that kind of, that brackets you. And what I've found in certain games, like Street Fighter, for example, is guys would just float about the top of a bracket and see when they would get over the bracket then would then lose some fights to break into that bracket because there was like a really? bracket they brought. You used to do it in Halo as well. You used to downrank D-ranking it. It was, a, it was a known thing. Top players would... Now you just make a second account, right? But they in Rainbow Six as well. <laughs> but they, they call them Smurf accounts where it's like pro players will just make a dummy account to come in at a low level. So people will go, oh, he's just a low level. It's the same in fighting games. People would D-rank to be really? in a nice kind of... Because what you'll find is in the brackets, right? So say you're like... Say there's 10 tiers. Well, there's only going to be a finite amount of 10s, 9s and 8s, isn't there? So you're only ever going to get yeah. to fight 10, 9s and 8s when the rest of your team, the rest of these guys are online. But say 6, 7, 5, there's lots of people. So you, you yeah. keep yourself in oh, that. Okay. Like you'll maybe go up to 10, the top tier, and be like, right, I'm here, blah, blah, blah. But then they could work their way back down the rank, ranking systems. And most fighting games have some kind of online element like this where it kind of takes you through. the. It's a bracketing system, which is meant to be fair, but there's ways of cheating the system, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely Tekken does that for sure. You can definitely... <laughs> I definitely do that, but that's more to do with my lack of skill. <laughs> I get past an ability to be able to play and I suddenly start to see my rank dropping back down and down and down. But it's quite clever because it has cushions. So you get to a certain point and you can't actually de-rank further down. So all right. you, can't, you can't go all the way back down to starting rank. You will kind of go as low as you can go in that that bracket basically um and if you go up a little bit further you'll push yourself into maybe the next bracket but it's it, you it there is like a cushioning cushioned area where it won't keep pushing you down and down, and down. if you're really unlucky or a real glutton for punishment like i am is if even if i'm losing and i've lost 10 games in a row if the person's going to rematch me i will fight him again because each yeah. time i fight him i'll learn something mm. new and i'll get closer to beating him and all i'm wanting is to have that one win against him to make him go okay i need to think what i'm doing and yeah. that it's really satisfying it, it seems like it's a bit stupid why you're banging your head against the wall when someone's obviously better than you but the only way you improve is by playing people it's a challenge that are better than it's you. the purest form of challenge yeah. it's like Again, difficulty in that. You know what I mean? It's one thing to play against AI, but it's when you play against a yeah. real person, that's when the real challenge is. And because you want to better them, and the only way you're going to get better is when you, sometimes in life, you need to get a wee burst nose and you need to learn from your mistakes. And if it hurts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it hurts twice as much, you'll learn twice as hard. And that's just, that's I online think, gaming, but you know. 
I think it's kind of down to the way me and Matt would play is that years ago when we would play tech and we would play until the early hours and we would practice moves and we would learn how characters interacted with each, with each other and, yeah. okay, you keep doing that. I need to stop you doing that. Right, I'm going to learn how to low parry then. Low parry, that totally interrupts it. And when someone is so reliant on that kind of string, as soon as you throw them out of it, it opens them up. And it's yeah. really bizarre when you see it when someone goes, oh, I can't do that anymore. And and you can see it playing <laughs> online, obviously not speaking to the people, but you can kind of see them go, oh, I need to try <laughs> something different. And it's really satisfying. There's something really satisfying about someone that, coming in being really cocksure and you end up just just taking them down a little just a little chip to make them kind of go oh okay i can't just do that and it is it's really good but it is from from practice from playing with real people on a on a surfer and learning how someone works and i definitely wouldn't say i'm great at fighting games i wouldn't even say i'm mediocre i would say i really <laughs> enjoy playing them i think there's there's a big difference in in being great at something and actually just enjoying it and i think that's that's for me what i really like and it, it's 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 something that um i thought i'd kind of grown out of because i think the games disappeared there was definitely a period early on in say the ps4 where there wasn't really any fighting games and i think it was kind of seen as other oh, fighting games communities all dead there's nothing there isn't any games and then there seems to have been a resurgence just over mm. say the last four years you've had quite a few big games come out you've had street fighter 5 come out you've had uh, mortal kombat 10 you've had new dead or alive you've had injustice 2 tekken 7 soul caliber then there's been a few of the other um like japanese style anime games we mm. me and Stu played one which i can in exile is it yeah is revelations it xd slash part two yeah we <laughs> Yeah, we played that as well. So, <laughs> Get with gear there, as well. It seems like there seems to be like a real resurgence in in fighting games, and I think it's partly down to the fact that the net code's a lot better, people's internet connections are better, and I think it, it's getting people playing online again. It spans the whole the whole spectrum, but as well because the other one I was going to say is you did you wouldn't mention this like Skullgirl, Skullgirls, Skullgirls is an indie game, but it's yeah. a phenomenal two D fighter. Like it's on the level of like Metal Slug meets Guilty Gear. And there, there's this kind of, it's really interesting because now we've got fighting indie games, like there's a game that's quite legendary around these parts of me getting bet on, it's Black and White Bushido, again it's, a, <laughs> it's an indie it's an indie brawler, alright okay, it, well, how we play it as a, as a brawler, it's 2v2 but it's a, it's a fourth player kind of party mix game, you know uh, party uh, kind of Smash Bros yeah. style game but again, indie game, it's a brawler you know so it's really interesting seeing that kind of side being brought into it, you know? I would say there's been quite a lot of party brawlers over the years. Um, maybe not necessarily online ones, but there's been a fair amount if you've been a co-op player. I'm trying, I'm trying to think back to the first one I played. I think it was probably Ragdoll Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. Way back on the PS3, and I think it came as a plus game, if I remember. It was, it was out before that, but yeah, it then became a plus game. Yeah, and that was just ridiculous fun, but that was quite clearly a, a clone of um, Super Smash Brothers or uh, one of those games. It was ridiculous kind of beat 'em up style with just chaos all the way through. Is that kind of party brawler something that you guys have ever got into? Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy my. I, I, if I've got people around, I enjoy playing Smash Bros with people. I know Smash Bros again is a really high-end fighter underneath that cute exterior there's some hardcore smash bro players out there um but yeah well black and white bushido that's the simplest way of putting it that's that's that kind of game as we were saying and i, I kind of love that game through and through you know um also like brawl out which is which is smash bros for indies so like there's a cast of like seven or eight original guys but then there's like Shovel Knight and the guy for Guacamelee and the guy for was it Super Light Drifter and the guy for Dead Cells so you know they've kind of started bringing all these mm -hmm. characters for iconic indie games into the one presentation and then it's like oh I can fight is yeah. basically then what Smash Bros does you know so yeah it's, it's they're fun party games but no I'll, I'll not really venture online with these kind of games you know yeah, for me, no. I've never really, really got into it. I've not. I'm not a Nintendo 
owner or really a player. So I've never really played Smash Brothers and um, played a little bit of, um, oh, what was it called? Uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which was, oh, yeah, it was okay. the Sony, Sony equivalent of it with Nathan Drake in it and uh, Parappa the Rapper and stuff. Very cutesy, very silly. I think maybe I like them a little more serious than that. I'd, I can see the appeal in them, but I think I want something that's got a bit more crunch and a bit more depth to it. I always think they're a bit, bit cheesy and a bit silly, but... I know I understand the point of them. Yeah, I think I think definitely if you're a uni or something like that, or you've got a big group of people that you regularly hang around with, I can see it being one of those things that I probably would have played a lot more had I had access to it or a group of people to play with. Um, and it, it has made me think sort of stepping away from the four player stuff though. But you mentioned the the more serious, the little bit more hardcore, and there is there is a choice, I suppose. There's some People consider 2D fighters the most hardcore. Some would consider 3D more of a challenge. Where's, where's your preference lie on that, 2D or 3D? Depends my mood, really. Technically, like stuff like the Mortal Kombat and Injustice are 2D because they're on the plane. They don't actually move. Yeah. So you cut them down to the core. They're just what you're playing years ago. You're just playing them the new, but with really nice graphics. Um, I really like Marvel vs. Capcom free. We don't talk about uh, Infinity because it was... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, please, you can't tell me you enjoy Infinity. That is dire. It just was a total <laughs> misstep. And it was the, the fact they denied that at the time the climate was when Fox and uh, Disney had fell out and stuff. And that's why you don't have any of the X-Men and Wolverine and stuff in it and all that. And it, it, it was a total misstep for the series, you know. Um, but then stuff like Dead or Alive 6, Soul Calibur, do you know what I mean? That's really, really nice, really smooth and great. Everything's great about them. They're really just nice to play games, you know what I mean? And they're 3D fighters, so it, it depends what, what my mood yeah. takes, you know what I mean? I just I think a 3D fighter is maybe the slightly easier to kind of play just because of the sidestep. Because technically when you start changing axes and moving round, it gives you a kind of get out, same way if you're down and they do a vertical move, you can roll from left to right, side to side, you know. Whereas in a 2D, you don't really have that luxury. And when you put put down, you can well, get kicked in the head a few times. You don't, but I, th- I think they, the more modern ones like uh, Mortal Kombat 10 and um, the Injustice games, having that escape button that you could basically bend some of your meter to escape from, from being properly pounded is kind of the the modern equivalent of a sidestep certainly if you look at the more older street fighter games no you didn't have that option the older Mortal Kombat's as well is if you were being juggled you would potentially be juggled to death and people would know how to do infinites and you would just be bouncing around waiting for it to say game over for me definitely I'd I, I'm more for the 3D for the same thing as Stuart. I like the I like the being able to sidestep out of the way of something, especially when you can yeah. see someone's going for something big and you just step out of the way and slap them around the back of the head. <laughs> it's always fun. But I have got back into the 2D fighters. I think some of them, some of the visuals, the artistic work that goes into, especially some of like the cell drawn, um, like mad Japanese mm. ones SNK, that Stuart have played. SNK games are, yeah. are up there. Pixel art. Pixel painting backgrounds with, with like just the intros of these guys. These guys, I mean, like some of the fighters were like shadows and like trench coats and stuff. And you had guys fighting <laughs> with sticks, and then all of a sudden the stick becomes a big seven foot scythe. And it's just the the, the shoot. They're like actual animation. It's not just like a three D character fighting. It's like an actual cartoon you're controlling. You know, whipping out big anchors and riding dolphins and stuff. You know, it's 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 totally <laughs> over the top. You know. Kind of like the Darkstalkers thing as well, and again another yeah. great series by Capcom that's kind of kind of went by the wayside. You know what I mean? The world's crying out for our Darkstalkers, but yeah, it definitely feels like that might be the next thing they do. But mm. whether they've got any money left after um, Capcom mm-hmm. versus Marvel versus Capcom, whatever it was, yeah, <laughs> and the main field <laughs> I, I that think was they probably bent a lot of money. Yeah, and again, Street Fighter. I've never really been a Street Fighter fan. The one I really liked was Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha on the um, mm-hmm. PlayStation, but that was more of a 3D Street well, Fighter. I think that was the first time it was in 3D, wasn't it? That was 
Yeah. Was Street Fighter? I think it might have been the first out in it. I think I, I am sure because Alpha was a two D one, wasn't it? Yeah. He tries to remember Street Fighter knowledge. It was um, like a weird like mix between cell shaded and three D. But I've always liked that virtual fighter games. I think are fantastic, and I'm, I'm kind of gutted we haven't had one of them in a while. Yeah, they're really technical, but real like, virtual fighters like yeah. the, the pinnacle of technical fighting. It's so. It's uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about that the different kind of disciplines in fighting games because some are rock paper scissors some are grapple based and stuff and and like virtual fighters are really yeah, grapple. Like we, we haven't mentioned at all about wrestling games. Those for mm. me are the ones that completely turn me off. As much as I like three D fighters, can't play wrestling. Even games. the Simpsons wrestling. I had lots of friends yeah. at, at uni. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played it actually. Um, lots of friends who are big WWF WWE fans and would play it for hours and hours and hours and I just couldn't get into it it didn't look like there was really any skill to it it looked like getting a grapple repeatedly press buttons and then maybe you'll get the move maybe you won't I just I couldn't I couldn't get to grips with it so for me they're a, a major turn off so inter- interestingly you did you did move on to it there in, in terms of the different styles of, of fighting games in terms of the, the way the mechanics work against your opponents uh, like you say the rock paper scissors the other bits and pieces you know, just to expand a little bit further on that. What, how many, in your opinion, different methods of beating the crap out of each other are there? A few. <laughs> <laughs> I think Good I think gosh. as well, but I think the, 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 the in the spectrum of what's welcoming and what's not. So, like, I would put Soul Calibur at one end, and I would put Virtual Fighter at the other end, and then in between, so like you would, I would, I would going back the way, I'd go virtual fighter, street fighter, because anything that needs a half circle, I think's a bit, it's yeah. a bit, it's a half circle's a weird thing to get your head around. If you've never done it and no, no one's shown you how to do it, half circle just boggles the brain sometimes, especially when you're having to do like double half circles and then back and forth and then Z at X, you know? It's the Z motions, it's the Z motions that for, for ages I just couldn't work out how you did it. And especially on a, I could randomly pull it off occasionally on a joypad, but then trying to do it with a stick and you're like, I don't understand. What is this said motion thing? And you look at it and then when you, as soon as you, you actually click with it, you're like, oh, actually that's not as hard as I kind of thought it was. Mm. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of technical stuff with a lot of fighters. I think if you wanted to go for something that was completely untechnical is go for something like dive kick, which is two buttons and it's hard as hell. I've never actually played it against people. I really would like to, but you've got two buttons, dive and kick. You can't move. So you've got no directional movement. You either have a choice of jumping and depending on how hard the button would depend on how high you jump and kick. So you would dive through the air and it's just silly. It's a lot of fun to play. I'd recommend if uh, anyone got it on PlayStation Plus and were a bit like, oh, I don't know what this is. Give it a crack because it's actually really difficult. <laughs> See, there's, there's, there's like going back to back when the PlayStation One had games. There was a uh, Bushido Blade, which I, I love yep. the bloody concept. It's so good. It's like one strike, one kill, but it's all about the standoff and just knowing when to when when to attack because if you attack and you leave yourself open you die and if you attack and land it you win and it was just such a pure form of combat you know well well, that actually chucks up an interesting question then so what's your preference in a fighting game weapons or fists iron man suit (laughs) (laughs) war war machine well well, I think I think sometimes it's a bit blared because if you look at something like Street Fighter, where mm, a lot of them don't have weapons, but they have fireballs or yeah. they have some kind of projectile, and you're like, yeah. "You're just cheating! This is supposed to be a fighting game. Where the hell's that come from across the screen?" <laughs> or after jumping in midair and cap it bombing, the, what's going on there? See, my issue with Street Fighter is my mains Fei Long, and Fei Long has zero abilities like that. His thing is speed. <laughs> So, like, the amount of times yeah. I've took on kind of high-level players is fairly long, and you always, always, always get the first hit in, because they never, because ex- nobody plays them, really, except for, uh, like, <laughs> people who know how to run on them, because um, uh, the amount of times you go online and uh, you don't see them playing, but everybody's got Ken, Ryu, Gail, Blanca, E-Honda with his thousand slaps, and then you're just this one guy in his <laughs> Bruce Lee style trunks, and you're like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to get first hit in here, and then for their downhill, it's pretty pretty explanatory but yeah he's a kind of oddball in that kind of <laughs> that kind of world you know uh, same as that that falls into the same category as Mortal Kombat where it's kind of 
it's it's mixture of arsenal of things for everything for sentry turrets to to just grabbing guys with chains with blades and stuff and then we get into the x-ray moves which in any other game uh. are kill moves it's like predator <laughs> runs his blade through your skull that's a kill predator hits you in the stomach before that that's a kill you know i mean it's like you've died four times and then you finally get back up and you're like no this is this is not quite working to plan well i've got to say, i think mortal kombat earlier on in the series have put in one of the the better implementations it was i'm pretty sure it was deadly alliance which allowed you to swap between weapons and did, yeah. unarmed as you were fighting. I was just thinking so you could about really that. mess up your opponents uh, by flipping between them. But it also meant a lot more to learn and understand the timing. And there were certain moves that flowed yeah. from punches to weapons and back to punches again. And it it was a really lovely idea. But obviously people weren't fans of it because it came into one game and then never appeared again <laughs> well i don't Actually, know I think, that, there was a lot it, in deadly alliance that never appeared again <laughs> well i think i think it kind of evolved i think mortal kombat and injustice kind of evolved and, and used other buttons to to help kind of because if you play most of those games now is you don't necessarily start with the weapon you'll do a couple of moves and then tapping a button will use a weapon and then you'll carry on your combo with something Mm. else so it kind of evolved and got surreptitiously slipped into the more more modern Mortal Kombat games but it wasn't a specific stance change of right I'm now going to attack you with my sword I'm now going to put my sword away I'm now going to attack you with my fist and feet do you know what I mean? I was going to say, because I think about Injustice, if you're like Deadshot, he's going to use a Deathstroke, even Deathstroke's yeah. an even better one. Is. He uses his, his, his blades and his knives and his natural combat stance, whereas if you're somebody like the Flash, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? But you can still throw like yeah. lightning. You can you can do that yeah. Flash thing where he runs fast and throws lightning bolts or spins fast, for what I can remember. But yeah. I think like you're saying about the evolution like especially the Mortal Kombat and Injustice series is it's such a cinematic thing though. the fighting in it yeah. is so yeah, it's yeah. just so slick and like at the end of the day you're just a you could cut it down to a sprite fight sprite sprite wins but it's just such for, for the intros to the backgrounds to the interactivity so like you could be walking along and you can press a button to grab the back of a chopper and hit somebody or hit somebody through a building that flies them up in a skyscraper that then flies them onto the next area, you know what I mean, transition uh, arenas and stuff, and it's just such a slick package. There's been a real cannibalism of, of all the games kind of nicking off each other, because the first game I ever saw where someone would punch you into another arena was Dead or Alive, and that was yeah. groundbreaking at the time. It's like, what? I've just hit him through that wall, and now we're fighting somewhere else. What's going on here? And then that got nicked and put into all sorts of stuff, some Mortal Kombat, Injustice. Even Tekken's got it in some yeah. stages now. And it, it definitely looks like a lot of the, the fighting game companies will look at what someone else is doing and going, I like that. Can we use that? Supers, Street Fighter was notorious for all these weird and wonderful supers that you would throw off by 16 quarter circles <laughs> forward and um, 15 button presses and suddenly the screen would go bright purple and you'd have a 400 hit combo. But yeah, they, did, they definitely do seem to kind of cannibalise good ideas from each other. But I think you've also got like the, the whole cameo character Characters appearing in in different mm. games as well. You've got them all kind of appearing in all sorts of random stuff. You've got Negan in Tekken now. Who the hell would mm. have thought of that a few years ago? Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, let's get a bad guy from The Walking Dead into this. But then if you look back, you've had all like the Star Wars characters in Soul Calibur. They all had specific characters Zelda was in Soul Calibur. Platform you know I mean? Zelda, yeah. Um, you've had Kratos in God of War, uh, from God of War in Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Yeah. Spartan and Dead or Alive. Yeah, you've got um, what's it? you've, you've well, got B the Android and Soul Calibur, uh, B two for near on a Matika Mika 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 Mika. Oh yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah um, she's point. she's just a newly a newly joined man, and then if you get to Injustice. Sit down. It's like Jesus. you've got the turtles, you've got Hellboy, you've got like. <laughs> well, before you get to injustice, look at Mortal Kombat. You've got Alien, mm. Predator, you've got Freddy Jason. It's it's absolutely insane. It's like uh, there's no way I would have imagined as a kid that you'd end up with these big 
scale licenses popping up in games and not just popping up being done really really well mm. they're, they're they're treated with with real respect when they're included and they're not just this token character being thrown in cool popping up in street fighter cross tekken from um the infamous games street fighter yeah, cross tekken yeah. who'd have thought growing up and seeing those two machines across an arcade going, ah, they're never good. You'd imagine the idea of two fighting games putting their best characters against each other, but it was never likely to happen. And then it did. It's like, okay. Granted, it's it's not the most amazing of fighting games because <laughs> the Tekken characters don't adapt well to, to Street Fighter. I would often have seen them dating Street Fighter first, just because, but we're never going to see Tekken Street Fighter now, I don't think. Times, I th- times, I think, you know. I think we will, but I think it's a long way off. Mm. <laughs> With the the fact you've had Akuma appear now in Tekken, they, they've made models for him. I, I definitely think something's happened, but it's yeah. it's how soon yeah. we'll see it. I, I have to say, I'd rather have not seen Akuma in Tekken Seven because he's easily the hardest character f- to fight in the entire game. He's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> He's not I, just I, I nearly did fireballs. rage quit trying to get through him. Yeah. He, he, sorry, he's terrible. But then you've also got like like the Marvel vs. Capcom series, which brings in yeah. an array. Uh, not so much the, the Marvel guys, but it's the Capcom guys like Ace Wright, a brought out the attorney. Fantastic. You know what I mean? Why what the hell? R for the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the serve bot. It's this like loads of guys for Resident Evil and stuff. It's like loads of yeah. characters you never thought you would see. Frank West. Just, 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 Frank West, just, yeah, was just, just what you want that. to do, you know what I mean? What's, what's a Frank West fight? They also did... Run someone over with a shopping trolley. They did a Capcom versus Toma. SNK. Oh, they've done, yeah, but there's one for the Wii. I think it was like Toshimura or something. It was like a Japanese company. But it ended up, it was like Capcom fighters fighting Battle with the Planets characters and stuff. Like, <laughs> it, it was only on the, 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 the Wii. And it was like... It was it was a solid fighter, but it was just like the most it was the most Japanese crossover ever, and you're know, like, yeah, this is crazy. Chucking all these characters in all over the place and and trying to make something good of it, and we've already mentioned sort of the cinematic nature of some of the games. Now, do they ever manage to really pull off a decent story mode? I think your Mortal Kombat's and your Injustices really, really, really do a good story mode through cutscenes and stuff, yeah. and it's so much that it's not even cutscenes; it's just such a a transitional thing you'll go for riding talking to somebody to them then fighting hell out of somebody then cutting to Jax or Sonya and it's like it's so smooth it's just really nice same way Injustice Injustice is like Batman switching to Superman and kind of like then you, you flip I'm sure there's a bit where you flip to like Gorilla Grog and stuff fighting the Flash and then it, it does the flip back and you fight as the Flash blah 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 yeah yeah it's mm. just really nicely slick. But then the flip side, the other side of that is like Soul Calibur is a massive like RPG style story mode where you build a fighter and you take him on a journey of like 80 odd hours fighting through this land, unlocking stuff and different challenges and stuff. And the same kind of things for Dead and Alive 6 where you kind of, it's a bit like Final Fantasy Decidian that you do core missions but then the core missions unlock submissions which then are sub matches which then unlock mere story for other fighters so you'll do the core beats for like four mm. or five fighters but then there's other missions within that that unlock it's a, it's a whole it's a bit jumbled if you know what I mean it's not quite as slick as what I think they imagined it was going to be Mm. Yeah, yeah. Story mode. If if you're not in the multiplayer, there's there's plenty of variety and story, especially when they can have more high high end kind of newer side of the fighting stuff. There's a lot of kind of thought and kind of time went into it, you know. Yeah, that's that's so the execution of the story. But my recollection of most story modes in fighting games is they're just bat- insane. <laughs> <laughs> they do not make sense. <laughs> it's it's you know you're getting close to the end of the story mode when you suddenly get your mirror match. Mm. You're like, oh, I'm fighting myself. No, it's, it's, it, it's when you fight the generic guy happened? who's made out of glass or steel or wood <laughs> or something, and he's basically every fighter in the game style. He's got, in yeah, one. And he can flip between all the different characters' yeah. moves, and you're like, oh yeah, you're just taking the big yeah, Yang, Yang Song yeah. is uh, gets away oh. with because it's his kind of thing, but. Jewel, yeah. uh, if a yeah. virtual fighter comes to mind, is the kind of every man's every fighter. It is an uh, Mokujin. From Mokujin, yeah, from Tekken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a very good point. You, you hit the training dummy, and that is it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was always interesting. Next fight is the had, boss fight. If they had 
like a a rivalry character where you would you would fight against someone who was a known rival and you would get that little specialist cutscene of them mm. just taunting each other and then the little taunt at the end if you won or or the taunt from them if you lost. And I always thought they were they were really good. They were fluff and they were a bit silly. Uh, in comparison to what you've got now with these huge epic scale ones like you said, Stu, with we're looking at Injustice or even Tekken as well. And I think the the clever though the the way that those are done because it's not done to get you to drop money into an arcade machine. It's not trying to get you to keep putting money and play and play and play. It wants to sell you a story. It wants to sell you an experience. Tekken's had the most ridiculous canon. If you look at it, it's just crazy. Absolutely bonkers to then go, right. We're going to see if we can drag all this together and put it into one game about this conflict. If you've never played any of the Tekken games to find out about the weird, family feud that's going on with everyone killing each other off it's just crazy to then go yeah the, the, what the we're gonna do is for throwing each other in volcanoes <laughs> exactly, at the end yeah. of every game <laughs> exactly it's like yeah th- this is going to be welcoming to newcomers but they did a really good job the fact of getting you to play different characters i think is a really good way of doing it yeah. Because people would stick with one character and go, all I'm going to do is play this character. Whereas they've put a lot of effort into all these other characters. It makes sense if you at least get to fight with them for a round or two, especially if they fight differently to any of the other characters you've been using. Because you always have yeah. to teach yourself how to fight again with each character. And I think that's really clever and keeps you engaged and keeps it fresh. Definitely Mortal Kombat for me, when I played that, I was like, wow, okay, this is really good. I would say I think it's taken away from that having to finish the game with every character to yeah. unlock a new character. It's taken over, and it was it was Mortal, was it Mortal Kombat Nine? It wasn't called Nine, was it? Was it just called Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat? And Might that been, was yeah. I think that was my first introduction into that cinematic story that that dropped you in the different shoes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it does force you to play it, and it is very enjoyable for it. It does give you a bit more of an experience and, and you may actually discover you quite like a character because you will get your ass handed to you <laughs> because they've deliberately done it so that the character plays differently to who you've been fighting with for the last three matches and you'll lose and it's go, okay, I'll lose, right? Maybe I should have a look at the move list here then. Maybe I should actually yeah. try and work out how to fight with this character and you go, oh, wow, I can do that. Oh, that's really easy, <laughs> right? I'm going to spab that for this. Up, oh, no, up, the AI's learned. It's now button reading me. It's now going to slap me down. I need to learn something else. <laughs> Cheating AI. That's, that's, you said about um, Shurkan. Oh my oh, God. He's the, he's the worst ever AI boss he drives me potty. Mortal Kombat on the... It probably was Mortal Kombat 9 on the Vita. It's evil. <laughs> that it, it was evil on the PS3 as well. That boss fight is is just insane. It just button reads you. You're like, no, you're just reading my moves now. It's just, just cruel. <laughs> Taking it just away from the main fighting modes, because I think it's fair to say a lot of games out there, the brawlers, whether it's the, the party ones, the online, they'd like to offer up something different. And there are various different silly modes that we get, or even serious modes. I'd, I'd like to know, what's your favourite? What's your favourite additional mode you've ever come across in a fighting game? Smash the car and Street Fighter. <laughs> um, yeah? Seriously? Yeah, I, I like the simplicity. It's like, there's a car, smash it. I would have <laughs> said beach, volley- beach Volleyball, but that's a totally separate title. But it is theoretically... Well, you had you had um, Tekken Ball, didn't mm. you? Which was in was it Tekken Three, where you had the volleyball in that? Uh, What's the uh, volleyball? It's Tekken? Tekken Ball. I know Tekken Balls. I think no, there was there was definitely was it Tekken Three that, or maybe it was Tekken Two, but there was definitely a beach volleyball game you could play. I have it not made that up. It I don't. It wasn't Three because that was Tekken Ball and Tekken, Tekken Four. Tekken Two then. There definitely was a, either that or I've absolutely hallucinated a great game. Um, <laughs> I'm, sure there was, I'm sure there was, was a random beach tag. volleyball it game. Was, was, it, was it, it four? It was definitely Tank Tag. But yeah, Tank Tag <laughs> Tournament 2. Yeah, it's a big, weird beach ball game. I, I could definitely remember playing that. So that, that was um, what, Tekken Tag Tournament 2? Yeah. So what was... What, right. T- right. Yeah, I never played that one, so I would, yeah, but that is insane. Tekken Ball, I think, possibly was one of my favourites, especially when you could cheat it and you could use 
Hayachi's hair to line your shots up and you would know exactly how to bowl each time and you would pretty much get a strike with every ball. Uh, well, it was, was like well, it was Yoshimitsu's laser vision. <laughs> you yeah. could do that as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. That was that was a, a bizarre spin-off. But Puzz Fighter, which was mm. was it Puzzle Combat, which was yeah. a complete rip-off of Super Street Puzzle Fighter. <laughs> and it wasn't even trying to disguise that it was totally ripping it off. But I think the Mortal Kombat games on the PS2 era were really good value for money. You, Matt, you've <laughs> kind of hinted at the idea of, um, oh no, maybe it was before we started recording, the idea of that story mode where you would go around and it would, I think Soul Calibur kind of now uses that idea. You'd yes. go around and an explorer and you would have to fight this character to get some gold but then you would have a weird challenge where you'd have to fight them and you could only use kicks yeah because there was the code there was the vault in that yep. mortal kombat game as well because you weren't the you weren't the coins yeah coins with a k Everything began with Everything a K. Everything still does begin um, with a K. Trust me. Still yeah. yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd then you coins, you'd open the vault, uh, you'd do some more random random wandering. But I think we put more hours into puzzle combat than we yeah. actually did the fighting. I and we did we a lot of fighting. No, I, I, I'm with you. That's actually my favourite because it is just so ridiculous. Uh, but a lot of fun. An awful lot of fun. So it's due. You chance to change your mind. You're still with smashing the yeah, car. Yeah, unless I can put dead and alive beach volleyball in it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, well, that, that's a different well, sport for you. Know. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I like I like smashing the car. It's it's great fun. It was always a highlight. Fair enough. It was always a highlight in Street Fighter as a kid. It was oh, time to smash the car. Burn a stage. <laughs> the bonus modes are great, but the fighting is what we're here for. And uh, practice makes perfect, or does it? <laughs> Possibly. There's a question. Does it matter? Because I know on multiple occasions I got my ass handed to me and taken by people who've never played it before. <laughs> they were usually the people that would hand your ass to you. That someone you you'd have someone randomly round and they go, Oh yeah, I like a bit of Tekken. Oh, I like fighting games. I've never played them before. <laughs> All right. Okay. You like them? <laughs> Give them a pad and they just it just randomly start pushing bashing buttons and you realise the reason they like them is because they always win because there's no strategy they might as well just be mashing their <laughs> face against the buttons and you're like ah oh, yeah. this is just cruel yeah I have to admit I took that tactic online with Tekken 7 once or twice and it, it worked <laughs> once <laughs> see yeah. I think don't be predictable I think as well but button mashing can be does can, can get you far in certain games but in other games it can get you nowhere and you'll just You'll yeah. just you'll yeah. just burn yourself out mashing away. Um, I come back to Virtual Fighter because Virtual Fighter does not like yeah. button bashers. It's all about no, no. You've got to be. You're right. You've got to be precise. It's for very that. specific timings and moves, and and you you can press lots of moves and they won't do anything mm. because there's only a certain string will actually activate anything. If you're just repeatedly slamming the buttons, it just doesn't do anything. And you're like, well, is this controller broken? <laughs> nope, it's the way the game plays. Yeah. Trying to hack a lock, you've got to do a very set combination, otherwise it's going to do nothing. Yeah, the practice is important, but do you actually ever use the practice modes? Only in certain games, and I want like I'll use them in Mortal Kombat to do fatalities, just to get down how to do them. Because um, fatalities are a bit of a hit and miss thing, excluding the DLC that allows you to perform them easily, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was a thing. But most of the time, no. I, I, the pra- I like to practice with real people and try and... Unless there's a move I, I know I can do or I know that... Yeah. If I go online and I see people using a fighter with a move, I kind of like, right, I want to learn that move, you know what I mean? Like maybe like Cyrax's yeah. net or something, you know, that kind of... When Sub-Zero does a freeze at distance or builds his ice wall, they kind of... The kind of defensive moves—they're the kind of ones I'll maybe try and practice. But the majority of the time, I just roll with the roll with the punches. Boom, boom. <laughs> I, I think I'm similar to Stu in the fact that I'll go in. Usually, I'll do it as a way to kind of get an idea of some of the moves. I'll tend to jump in and play, like is it Kumite mode in in like Tekken, and I think Virtual Fighter had one as well. And you just keep randomly playing until you lose. So it's just kind of. Uh, yeah, and they get yeah, yeah. increasingly more difficult. The AI gets increasingly more difficult. And I'll play that and then I'll get to a point and go, actually, 
this is about as good as I'm getting and I'm going to start getting my ass handed to me. I'll go and have a look at the move list and I'll try and learn a few moves and I'll tend to go off and spend maybe half an hour in the practice mode just trying out a few things, seeing if I can get anything to string together and then go back. There's no way I do what the professionals do where you watch watch them going in and, and properly learning how to do combos and they've put the characters to fight in specific ways so that they'll um, attack you so that you can kind of know how to counter certain moves. There's no way I do that. I just don't know how I can't be asked. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely go in and, and spend a little bit of time, but I'm probably more like Stu is I'll go and fight against real people. Uh, and as I said before, I think it's easier to keep fighting someone who keeps doing the same moves because then you have to learn how to beat it. You have to learn how to avoid it. Yeah, I, that or I'd rather just grab a character and run them in through arcade mode. Just a yeah. nice easy 12 rounds, 8 rounds, whatever, just to kind of break them in and just to kind of see how, how he kind of handles with a bit of pressure throughout. I've got a final question for you both. I don't know whether it'll be an easy one to answer or not, but I just want you to give me your favourite experience of either an online or a couch battle. What's given you the most satisfaction feeling after about uh, a bit satisfying I can tell you a few ones that were dreadful I remember playing Street Fighter 4 with then head of PR for the UK Capcom Will Tan and he was Guile <laughs> and name dropper <laughs> we're playing Street Fighter 4 just as it came out it was a matter of weeks old and I get I get horsed. I get horsed, but it was at the point where we're sitting in the room, this room in the, the deepest, darkest dungeon in Glasgow, long story. And this guy's in the room and he's going, You gonna do it? You gonna do it? And I'm saying to myself, what, what's this asking him today? Well, it turns out I didn't know you could do this, but apparently apparently it happened. In Street Fighter Four there's a a cam a, a command the buttons you can do to make Guile stop, take his glasses out, put his glasses back on, and then continue fighting you. Um, right. and I was like, I'd never seen anybody like do. I never knew. I didn't know you could do that because now usually it's at the end. He picks the glasses, puts the glasses on, and combs the hair. Well, on this, he actually stopped mid fight, put the glasses on, and just started keep fight, kept fighting me. And I was like, Yeah, okay. You work for the company <laughs> to make the game. You know what I mean? I'm just a guy. You know what I mean? Take me on an FPS, I'll show you. And then, funnily enough, at my first Eurogamer, he bet me again at Street Fighter uh, 4, which was quite funny. It was billed as the epic, old, epic rematch, but he horsed me again. I mean, some folk, some folk fight our games, some folk play fighting games, some folk don't. Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I was doing the payroll. But um, yeah, there was a. That's not, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. I think I think for me it was probably learning to do the bear fight in Tekken <laughs> and fighting against someone who didn't know what it was and just pulling it off and them walking into your giant air biscuit and just watching their health bagger and they're like, what's going on there? That I think will always be be up there as, as one of those moments of just, oh, that's just brilliant. <laughs> Nice, nice. Mine, uh, mine. I think has to be uh, uh, Tekken Seven and uh, a first match online mm. when I did that first round. I went in as Nina, and after um, many, many years of practice in chain throws, <laughs> I pulled off the full length combo <laughs> chain throw in the first match and won the first round flawlessly. Completely <laughs> confused the other opponent. <laughs> he did not give me a chance for the next three rounds <laughs> and I was beaten badly but I was nice. sat there thinking yeah but I got you <laughs> <laughs> I got you in the first one I'm happy with so that so long as it's Rob Wood anything anything to get to half a yeah. perfect I'm happy yeah it was yeah I was I was pleased we we had uh, we, we had a tech of bible didn't we we, we did we genuinely yeah. had a book of all the Tekken moves that we, we used to go through. Well, we learned how to do chickens, which we, we oh, knew God, existed because yeah. randomly we'd pull them off and it would be countering a counter, wouldn't it? So someone would go to to grab you and then you would stop them from grabbing you and then they would punch you in the face for it. And you're like, what? 
chicken is it what how the hell do you do that and we actually led yeah. we spent hours and hours till long hours in the mornings trying to work out how to do this consulting this was before the internet was was a, a wealth of information you couldn't really find a youtube guide of how to do this it would be going on old faq sites to try and dig through and and matt was knocking together a, a bible which i still have it's still still upstairs uh, still got in it. the bedroom oh, somewhere no. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, and it was useful because I think that's one of the things with fighting games. They've been really good at, at keeping an evolution of characters like Ryu's, um, like a Dragon Punch or Fireball. You can do that in all the Street Fighter games. If, yeah. if you look at the Mortal Kombat ones, a lot of the, the similar moves, the Get Over Here by Scorpion, you can do that. Certain moves, the you've kind of got them as muscle memory. Like you said, doing a chain for in Tekken 7, that's four games since we used to play it in Tekken 3 and you would sit for mm. hours learning how to do that chain throw. It, it It's still there. It still kind of gives you that legacy. And I think that's what got me back into fighting games was, was going back and realizing, actually, I can still remember how to do some of this. Um, and realizing, God, all those hours spent, and we mean hours spent playing this game hasn't been wasted because i can at least remember how to do a tension uh combo now and it's still there so yeah it's oh, it's good there's something satisfying about that weird muscle memory coming back as you're doing something you're like oh that still works Excellent. yeah it's not so much a uh, a remake every time. It's mere an evolution. It's new systems, yeah. new gauges, new bars, new XP uh, specials and stuff. And there's all these different counters and blocks. Like Dead or Alive Six has got in a kind of counter system now and stuff, and that's new. And there's no wee bar and stuff and blah blah blah. It's it's kind of just wearing layer upon layer upon layer upon layer and refinement. That's the thing. It's like Street Fighter. As much as it is what it is, it, it does a good character rotation or a lot of refinement to the characters in the roster. It'll look at what's working, what's not working, what needs time changed and stuff in that. And I know in the pro circuit, that's a big, big part of the kind of Street Fighter ethos is like people like, I know like one of the, the biggest guys in the UK means uh, Bison. But it kind of ran a bit dull, but through a few mods, uh, changes and stuff, a few things were nerfed. Um, so he went to another fighter, but then he came back as Bison after they retweaked him again beyond that, and he's kind of mm. back on form as Bison, you know. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of interesting, kind of again looking at the the minutia of the kind of changes you can get in these games, you know. Um, just shows you the, it's, the detail. It is really really weird that you can see characters nerfed and buffed in a similar way that you would see happen with weapons in a first person shooter mm. is that there there is a constant kind of balancing going on with these characters especially when you've got like 20 odd fighters in a game it is really difficult to kind of work out what all the permutations are for characters fighting each other and and what what throw is actually going to be available because the character's too big or too small to to be grabbed at a mm. certain like distance and things like that and having to go back in and rework it to to stop it from having that effect or allowing it to to have it as a feature rather than as a bug mm. and it's it's really clever definitely yeah. looking at professionals play it or at least very good amateurs playing it and seeing how they they approach a, a fighting game and, and how the different bits interact with each other is really interesting. It, for me, it's a lot more interesting to watch. Esports for me was something I kind of got into because I didn't have... I, I didn't have the energy to play and watched mm. people playing Tekken 7 before Tekken 7 was released and was like these guys are amazing. And I think that's what got me back into, actually, I want to play this. I remember the buzz of playing these games yeah. and then having the time to do it, I think was, was really nice to be able to get in and, and kind of remember I could still do stuff and actually go off and learn other things as well. Feels like it sums it up quite nicely. Been, uh, been a good chat. Nice. To be honest for me, quite a big trip down memory lane or <laughs> in terms of, uh, how much I play Tekken 3. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying anything tag. else. It was Tekken 3, wasn't it? And Tekken Tag. But yeah, no, it's it's been good, been interesting. And a nice little insight into a different side of it and a different way of thinking about how these fighting games work and uh, and what they're there for. So I appreciate the time that both of you have spent here. It's been really nice. Uh, let the lovely listeners know, Connor, how they can get in touch with you if they want. You can find me on Twitter at VDJOMB. Um, that's where I'm usually there. I'm not 
saying much at the moment on Twitter, but I am usually looking at different things and reading. He's a worker. He's a worker. Kill him. <laughs> I am definitely lacking at the moment, and I haven't been doing much streaming. I had previously been doing a, a fair bit of streaming of fighting games, but I'd kind of stepped back from it. But I do need to go back in because I still need to have a look at the season two stuff. I still haven't tried Negan yet, um, and I really want to. But I think I might go back and, and probably play a bit more Injustice 2 again and in bit more Mortal Kombat in preparation for Mortal Kombat 11 coming because I think I'll probably pick it up. I, I picked up Mortal Kombat 10 with the season pass, uh, had all of the characters to start with. Um, so I'd be tempted with, with Mortal Kombat 11 and, and maybe yeah. pick the season pass up because the Injustice season pass was amazing value. So yeah, well, yeah. I may, may be tempted to do that. Cool. Still. As you don't doubt already know, um, you can find me over at Fury Ace on Twitter, and you can find my column every Sunday on the Codec Moments website. And I'm uh, usually manning the Codec Moments Twitter account, and uh, you can get in touch with us there. Thanks once again for listening. It's uh, It's been lovely talking through fighting games. I think it's fair to say all three of us here are actually quite excited for Mortal Kombat 11, which should be out soon. About, about 14 days after this podcast comes out, something in that region. But, uh, but yeah, you'll be able to pick it up and very keep soon. they announcing fighters every day, every second day, every day there's a new fighter announced. Yeah, I am a massive losing, roster coming in this I'm one, isn't I'm losing there? count. I, I, I thought it'd be funny to do a piece on each of them. And I think we're up to 14 <laughs> or 15 so far, I've mentioned. And there's a few that have swapped through the net because I think Cassandra yeah, it's, or it's Katana looking, was the latest one it, that was announced. And there's this weird bug, yeah. bug guy with four legs on his back and... The kind of keep, I think it's called the keeper or something or something like that. It's like just watch the fatalities. That's all you watch. So you need to watch. Yeah. It's looking <laughs> it's looking pretty damn impressive. And and actually don't watch the fatalities if you've got any kind of weak stomach. Some of them are horrible. Yeah. The bug woman one I watched this day just before I come on and it's like what she does is she lays an egg inside them and then they die and then the thing erupts. Oh, we're just gonna send we're just gonna censor it there. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we're not even gonna it's, describe it's, it. It's it's <laughs> crazy. Um but yeah, definitely and the thing is there's like two or three fatalities per fighter, which is a really interesting thing. So it'll keep us busy, keep us busy for a while. So um yeah, thanks again for joining us and uh, we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Catches. <laughs>